Hi everyone, it's your podcast host Nikki C and I just wanted to give a disclaimer about the episode that is getting ready to air that you're getting ready to listen to. This was an episode that we actually recorded last season but we didn't get a chance to put it out. So we're putting it out now so just a disclaimer that the dates and the events that are discussed in the episode are all past tense. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the episode and also If you're interested in being on the podcast or if you have a great topic for the show or if you know someone who would be a great interview for the podcast, please contact us at any of our social media platforms or connect with us on our official website, lgitwpodcast.com. And who knows? Maybe we can make it happen. Let's do it. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Nikki C. And welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way a podcast dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. Today's special guest is military veteran turned entrepreneur, Crystal C. Romero. Crystal C. Romero, who thinks the bios are pretty boring, wants to live in a world where laundry folds itself, moms get to wear superhero capes, and she thinks cannabis should be prescribed to all veterans. A mom of three beautiful girls with a background in military operations and entrepreneurship, She took her mental health in her own hands and started researching to find answers to her own struggles. Her research has motivated her to help others through activism, resulting in the successful passing of legislation related to military sexual assault and suicide prevention. All right, let's go. Crystal C. Romero, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be we're here. We're excited that you can be here. Yes, we're excited to have you. Um, so usually um, when uh, we have guests, we have uh, the first thing we kind of do is kind of get a little background from the guests themselves. So tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll kind of have our conversation from there. <laughs> okay, Nikki. Well, let's see, where do we begin? I am a woman of color who has the audacity to stand up for what I believe in. And I traveled a really long way to get here to this point of my life. I'm at like this crossroads, I feel like. I am just like currently kind of reflecting on everything that I've done in my life. So I have a background in military operations. I enlisted when I was 17 years old and I served 16 and a half years, mostly in an active duty operational support status. I worked in various positions and throughout my military career, did a lot of, you know, very multifunctional. But when I got out of the military, I had to kind of figure out like what was next, I guess. And uh, so I started getting into fashion and which was really fun because as I was, I think I was 34 when I um, got out and I was like a 34 year old, but it was, I felt like a 16 year old, like learning how to dress because, you know, I was just just wearing a uniform every day, which was like super convenient. You know, there was never like, Oh my God, what am I going to wear today? It was just like, I already knew. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like getting out of the military and then going into the civilian world, it's like, okay, like, Oh shit. Like now I got to get dressed up, you know? And 
it's fashion is just such a fun way of expressing yourself. So, you know, I had to figure out like, well, what was my style? What, like, what, what am I into? And so I found um, Poshmark, this was in 2012 and got introduced to the fashion world that way. What's, what's Poshmark? Poshmark is an app that you can buy and sell new or used or, or gently used clothing kind of like um best way to describe it is like ebay for for fashion i guess for it started out for women it started out for women and then it like now it's men's furniture home kids uh you know it's it's just it's just it's growing, growing so much yeah they, yeah That's they're huge now cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I um I'm like one of those people. <laughs> I obviously I'm not into the fashion world. I was like, what's that? I, I like that um I like that uh, concept. It's kind of like how Amazon first started. It just started with books, and now mm-hmm. you can't even remember that Amazon only sold books at one point. I know it's crazy. You can you can buy furniture on Amazon. Like you can buy a whole couch. You can buy food. You can buy Amazon. food. I mean, you could That's get insane. tires. <laughs> yeah, you can buy probably parts for your car. Go on a trip, buy your wedding dress, get your ring, get the get the Bible that you need. all the stuff that you need. You can just it's like a one stop shop, and, and it all just gets sent to your house. It's so great and terrible at the same time. I know you know what it's it's it is great, but it's also like you said terrible because it has made us so lazy. We are so lazy. I I am so lazy. I'll, I won't speak for everybody. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> it's made me so lazy because I'm just like, oh, do I yeah. really need cat food now, or should I just order it and it just will be here next? It'll be here tomorrow. I'll just order it now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just I'll just order it. I don't really need to go to a store, and you know, I could just. I don't really need to go order to the store it on right Amazon. Now. It's terrible. Terrible. Right. Terrible. Amazon. Anyway. <laughs> As I'm in like Amazon capital right now, but <laughs> oh, okay. So back to the, <laughs> to the, yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, weather is crazy, but you know. <laughs> All you right. So of, you guys don't get a lot of sun, right? Oh, the sun. That's the sun out right now. The sun. I get plenty of sun. <laughs> that's the we, misconception. Okay, it's like uh, the winters. The winters are, are what people don't, um, you know, the winters are a little more rainier than they are like snowy. So that's kind of the thing. But I haven't really experienced winter yet. So come back to me in about six months when I'm like, okay, now I see. <laughs> but the sun is out for days. I mean, not like Alaska, but, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Okay. okay. We've gotten off right. track. I know. <laughs> that's <sorry>. how easy <laughs> it is. <laughs> No, it's not you. It's not you. It's me. I'm easily, I can easily go off track. But uh, all right, okay. So you got the the app. Um, you started doing fashion and getting involved in that. So how did you take that to the next level? Well, I I just I made a business out of it. I started um, listing. You know, I started with everything in my closet that stuff that I didn't wear anymore or. You know, just or maybe I bought it and then I like never wore it. I have a lot of that, and so I just started mm-hmm. listing stuff in my closet, and then it turned into like a. I mean, it turned into a a job, and I started doing it full time, and I started learning how to, you know, source my inventory. I learned about thrifting, started um, you know 
talking with local consignment boutiques. Yeah, just be bona fide hustler move, man. I just like jumped into it and I'm like, this is easy to do. And I do it all from the privacy and the comfort of my home, you know, in pajamas all day long if I want to. And, um, you know, they handle <laughs> That's the best way. I'm telling you, like getting paid from my couch. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just, I turned that, you know, I turned that into a business. And then I was, because I, I was rediscovering who I was. My my discharge from the military was very sudden. I was not expecting it. So because I wasn't to, prepared. At the time, did you plan to retire from the military? Was that your ultimate no. goal? Well, yes. Ultimately, yes. I was, I wanted to do, you know, 20, 30 years. I was, I was a lifer. Mm. I was definitely a career. You was committed. <laughs> oh, very. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved what, it. What, what branch of the military were you in? I was in the Army National Guard. So that's a component of the Army. Okay. All right. So, so um, you went 16 years there. Yeah. And I worked primarily in my home state, which is New Mexico. And I worked, um, I, w- I worked full time. So it's kind of like being on active duty, just not rotating every two years. You stay where you're in your state. Okay. Well, that's good. At least you were able to. I could see why you would want to definitely do that for longer because you were, you know, stateside. I mean, you you had a a consistent, you didn't have to go traveling all over multiple countries and things like that. You were more in in one spot. So that was, I can understand why you would definitely want to kind of do that. Um, What was the reason why you, it, it ended so abruptly? Well, I was a whistleblower in 2011, actually. I I reported a, a co-worker of mine. Uh, she was failing to do her duties, and she was not coming to work, and she was kind of just, like, doing whatever she wanted. And so I went to the program manager, and I told him, I said, you know, this is in violation of fiscal law. She's, um, and sadly, she had family ties and her, uh, her father is a three-star, a retired three-star general. So, yep. So she called her daddy and, Mm. and within, I don't know, probably less than 12 months, I was no job, no career, no retirement, no nothing. And I was just like, what? So, you know, life throwing a curveball at you. I got my curveball. And yeah, I wasn't prepared at all. And it caught me by, it caught me by surprise, but it was just so hurtful, the whole thing, you know, because I had felt, I just felt so betrayed. I felt so betrayed and I felt like, Mm -hmm. wow, all of that was for nothing. And the, the crazy thing about it is the way I was treated during the whole process. You know, I was like, I was treated like I was the enemy and I'm just like, what is going on? Like you were the one that was in the wrong, right? Oh yeah. And um, yeah, it, it was crazy. I had an officer, a senior officer, yell at me and tell me that I was the most unprofessional NCO he had ever met because I wouldn't lie for him. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So you know, it's just it. So I just I had to adjust to that. I had to to walk away from that. I didn't want to, of course, but I had to. And 
it really, it took me, it took me a couple of years to get over that. And, but once I did, I just kind of started, you know, you find like you find your spark. <laughs> You're just like, all mm-hmm. right, cool. It's time to like, it's time to move on and kick ass. Like, let's, let's, let's do this. So I started doing like Instagram influencing. I became like a brand ambassador. Um, a really good friend of mine, mm-hmm. she does it for, yeah, she does it for a living and she's like big time. She's amazing. Um, her, her name is on Instagram is um, the house of sequence and her name's Sarah. Okay. She's yeah. She's just an incredible human being, but she got me into that. You know, I met her through Poshmark and so I got into doing influencing and like, you know, it's kind of like you're doing modeling and stuff. I went with her to London fashion week and I just started seeing. Oh, you work. went to London. Yeah. Yeah, I went with her. Wow. Her fashion. I know. It was a, it, an amazing experience. An amazing that experience. Cool. I mean, just, Man. you know, being in that world, you know, it's so different. Fashion is so different. It's so forgiving of people's, mm-hmm. you know, of people's desires to just express themselves. And so it's kind of yes. like anything goes, right? Yes. Oh, it was funny that you say anything goes because I just saw some of Kanye West's new fashions that he has out. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was like, is that a trash bag? It's a trash bag. It is a trash bag. You know, know, but at the same time, I could see it on the runway with with ease because, I mean, that's where you can just really just go all out there and just just express, you know, in a way that is so creative and dynamic. And uh, sometimes it always doesn't always translate into everyday life, everyday style, but it's not for everyday style. That's why it's called, you know, it's the runways. It's cool. It's cool. So uh, I definitely, I could only imagine some of the really cool uh, sites that you saw on the runways in London. Yeah, I was really lucky to be able to, to experience that because it really truly is like that movie, The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> it's like these people are <laughs> one of my favorite movies. That's like that movie is so you good. You can never go wrong. Oh my gosh, Meryl Streep and her her white hair and just the when she could just kill your spirit with a look. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> I yes. can only imagine. I'd probably be terrified working for a boss like that. I'm like oh my gosh, you'd be on eggshells all all time. Like yeah, I don't yeah. mess up. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so but you know, it was so fun though, because I was seeing new things. Mm-hmm. You know, I had never experienced anything like that before. I was still learning how to dress myself. I was, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah, you had sixteen years of a uniform. <laughs> yes, of convenience. <laughs> yes. So you're yeah. like, I don't have to worry about a whole outfit now. It's like, oh gosh. I know there was so much pressure when when. I was packing for my trip. There was so much pressure because mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea what to wear. Like I'm going to be at some of the shows, you know, with these like famous people and there's going to be so, you know, just, like I'm just envisioning like this madness all around me. Judgment. Like, judgment for <laughs> days. Like, oh my God, where did she get those shoes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm did just she like, wear that? She wore that yesterday. <laughs> no, right. Is that last year's season? Like, yes. <laughs> Right, like all that. Yes, I got mm-hmm. it off the rack. It was great. <laughs> I know, but I mean, you. but you know, even though you you kind of experienced something that was very, you know, traumatic and life changing, it sounds like it opened up doors that you never even thought 
or probably imagined for yourself because you already had this probably life plan that you're going to be doing this for this, this, this. And now you're like an influencer. Not only that, it probably opened up doors for, for other things as well. So that's, uh, you know, sometimes yeah, I mean, one door opens, into... one door closes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One door closes, another one opens. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't remember the same. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's how I got into activism. You know, I turned mm-hmm. into an activist two years ago when Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen went missing. It just, mm-hmm. and I just felt this obligation to, to not leave it to the politicians anymore. I'm just like, this is about basic human rights. This is This is not right. And for the, I have, for the listeners, can you tell us a little bit about the Vanessa story, the um the um the 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 one that went missing? Yes. Yeah, so in twenty twenty, uh, early twenty twenty, uh, Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen um, went missing, and her family was um, not getting any response from the military as to like where you know where's my where's my kid, and. So the family went to just took to social media, and that's how you know I it, it, I it popped up on my timeline. And what happened next is for months it took us like a congressional, an actual congressional to get the military to actually start searching for her again, and to start just, you know giving the, this family any sort of respect. I don't even know how many days. like so much so much has happened since then but you know to to cut the story short she was murdered by one of her teammates and he just and she was just murdered in the most horrible way I mean she was she was hit over the head with a hammer and shoved into a pelican case like a big rubber case and then she was dismembered and burned and buried and lime was poured on her. I mean, it was horrible what happened to her. It's just, it's it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing the way that the military handled, you know, the Department of Defense handled the whole situation. I mean, still to this day, there's been no accountability. You know, it's been over mm-hmm. two years and no. And think about how many people wouldn't have even known about it if, you know. Oh, I, exactly. If, you know, I never people hadn't have picked up. Yeah, if you hadn't picked up the baton, and, and and others hadn't picked up the baton and really put put pressure on on them to really explore and look into this, right. so um, sometimes the power of social media can really things in in a way to to really get activism going and get people connected who normally wouldn't have been connected or known about situations. So. Right, I know Nikki. That's why we're gonna get J Lo. To take a look at the work that I'm doing, girl. You know, oh yes, we're doing yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. So. J- we need we need J Lo. She's got that money. She just got and she's she's well. She didn't just get the money, but she's dedicating. Or she said she was going to was it 18 mil? I forget how much it was. Is it 18 million or something that she wanted to to like give eight to, billion um, over the next oh eight billion oh, or four yeah, no cool. 14 billion over the next eight years in capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, I need to, I um, need a piece of that pie. 
I need a piece of that pie because. <laughs> and I think you should. Um, you mentioned because uh, you talked about um, uh, the different documentaries that you uh, have going on here. So tell us a, yes. a little bit about the uh, the the documentaries that you have that are on human rights. So a couple of them. So right now, I am the director of marketing for Abandoned, and Abandoned is a documentary, and it just really focuses on focuses on the medical malpractice and the um, medical discharge that combat veterans and active duty veterans have to deal with and how uh, veterans are getting kicked out of the military. You know, their, their mental health is being criminalized and they're getting kicked out of the military. And now they, you know, it's a death sentence. They can't get a job. They can't work. They're only on limited amount of disability. I mean, there's just so many problems that come after that. And so this documentary that is the, the producer's name is Nick Gray. And um, he's actually a, uh, I was introduced to him through a very, very close friend of mine. So that kind of brought us together to work on this project together. And then my other documentary that's just, um, that I, I'm producing is, it's basically my story. And from, you know, it talks about, it's basically like my roadmap as to how I've survived what I've been through. And my story is, you know, it starts, you know, with me as, as a kid being born into impoverished situation and, you know, dealing with poverty, dealing with, you know, a mother that was a teenager. I went through the foster care system. I went through, I survived being sex trafficked when I was 14 years old. And so I talk a lot about that. I do a lot of advocacy work around that too, because sex trafficking is a huge problem in America and child sex trafficking trafficking is, it is at an all time high. And I try to bring as much awareness. So I tell, and that's why I share my story because people need to know that it, it can happen to you. It can happen to anybody. And so I tell my I share my story so that people understand like holy shit that's how it happens. Yes, it's very it's very quick, it's very simple and these people are manipulators. They are master manipulators, so they're very good at their job. And um, you know, right now it's you know, it's a huge issue especially because all of our kids are online. You know, kids are glued to their phones all the time. I mean, so are adults. And so the adult the adults are preoccupied with, you know, watching People stock their fridges while the kids are in the TikTok room. videos. TikTok, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, doing TikTok videos. Yeah, TikTok videos. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but um, I, I want to tell my story of, of survival and and then of the betrayal that I faced in the military. You know, that was something that I know a lot of veterans can relate to, and I think that a lot of people in general can relate to. You know, having a moral injury is when you either witness someone doing something wrong and you, you know, or you're helpless or something, someone does something wrong to you and you're helpless, you know, someone has the power to destroy you and then they use that power. And, um, you know, these are people that you once trusted or people that you should trust it. So, you know, I, I know, I know that Jennifer Lopez loves to tell stories. Like she loves to tell (laughs) stories, like, and she's so good at Mm -hmm. it. Okay. I mean, like, uh, she's been she my is. she's been my inspiration since I was twelve years old. Okay, I, I am forty two years old right now. Okay, 
Love she it. has been my inspiration. I mean, since in living color. So she was a fly girl. <laughs> you know it. Oh man, don't make me get she off my seat. Oh my gosh. I mean, I was in drill team. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, whatever Jennifer imagine. Lopez did, I did. I was like, you know what I mean? Like her style. All the Janet Jackson videos. <laughs> That's the way love goes, baby. But yes, I mean, yes. you know, I've been. Um, she has been my inspiration, you know, because, and she's never let me down. And she just recently made a documentary and she said, I want every little girl out there to know, you know, to never back down from bringing light to injustice. She was mm -hmm. talking to me, you know, I mean, I'm, mm -hmm. she was talking to my inner child because my inner child is the one that's been through all the trauma and, you know, and then obviously as an adult, but, you know, facing betrayal, but how I overcame all of that and how she's been my inspiration for a lot of things that I've, you know, been through in my life. And then also like, can we just acknowledge hello? She's married to fucking Batman. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So like, they finally did it. <laughs> I know. So I'm thinking like, cause I'm thinking, all right, I got JLo and it's like, all right, Ben, I need, I need your help. All right. I need your help. Yeah. I'm like you get you get your 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 finances combined and <laughs> your resources and and let the story. You know she wants that Oscar, so Ayla <laughs> wants that Oscar. Oscar. And mm -hmm. it's like, girl, I got a story for you. I got a story. You want an Oscar? I got a story. And yes. you know what? And she's so big on human rights right now. And it's like this is such a human rights issue. And and. Google me. Look at me. Look at the work I'm doing. Let's do this. I'm so excited. Like, yeah. connect with her. Yeah, we're we going to try to get the word out. We'll get to JLo. We're going to do it. <laughs> Glad that you are having that um, opportunity to kind of tell your story and to share these stories and, you know, bring awareness to some of these big major things that's happening. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, and there's so much more to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's, women like for example there's women that are being deported I mean, and i'm talking veterans combat veterans okay combat female veterans de being deported and wow. it's like that is such disrespect to their service mm -hmm. that is yeah. such disrespect to their service because you know they go they go they serve in, and then they get out, they've got mental health problems. And then the military is like, Oh, you've got mental health problems. Like you're all messed up. And then they just discard you. And mm. for them to do that to a, you know, to a female veteran is just so disrespectful. You know, she struggled with her mental health and she got into some trouble and turned to drugs and alcohol, but she served her time. You know, she, she, um, she got in involved with drugs and stuff and she, she served her time, but after she served her time, she was still deported. And that is such bullshit. Like that is just yeah. pure bullshit because she serves, you know, her country. She deployed. She's, you know, she's also an MST survivor, which is military sexual trauma. So wow. for her to get out and struggle with her mental health and then for us not to be there for her, you know, meaning the, you know, the Department of Defense, just to abandon her like that. It's abandonment. And it's it's so it disrespectful. Is. You can't you can't desert the country, but the country in a way is mm -hmm. deserting the people who fought 
for the country. So it's just I know it don't make no sense. It's like make it, and then that's not something that we talk about. Yeah, make it make sense. It doesn't. So that's why your documentary is needed, and 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 people need to get these stories out because you know everybody talks about the you know all this pride and the flag this and this and that but when it comes down to what we're really doing for our veterans we got to go beyond just saying thank you for your service I mean you know that's we should always thank you for your service but also make sure that we are protecting our veterans that we are you know making sure that they have the the trauma that you you know especially if you guys whether you're deployed or 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 stateside you know the it's still a lot that goes into that emotionally and just making sure that you guys get the the assistance that you need just mental health across the board really just needs to be reexamined and yeah. it's so it's so crazy how we just haven't done that yet and you th- I think you think about when it was before. I think they just was like, we're going to build this institution and we're going to throw everybody in there. And <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> and then they close these institutions. So now what? What what are we doing to help people? We're, it's uh, Mental health is on the rise. What are we doing? We have to bring awareness to it. We have to do something. Right. <sighs> but, yeah. You know. And it's it's only going to get worse. You know, I mean, yeah. we're still in a pandemic. We're still, you know, businesses mm-hmm. are still struggling. The housing market is crap. People. Oh are, yeah, don't even think about trying to buy, sell, rent. <laughs> I'm like, what do you? We all just build a tent and all come together and live under it because I don't understand. Because I'm like, the rent is astronomical. Trying yeah. to buy a house, trying to, you know, sell your house. It's just, oh my gosh, a yeah. lot of companies are buying yeah. up a lot of stuff, and that's the part that's like. Okay, you know, I see, I understand big businesses, but where 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 are the little, you know, like where the little businesses, the the everyday people, the, yeah, the everyday you know, all people. of us, you know, we need to focus on them. We're the ones that keep them. You wouldn't have that business if it wasn't for all the everyday people. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. But uh, but yeah. So um, yeah. So that's that's um that's cool that you're 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 um continuing with your your human rights um, um, and continue being an advocate for human rights and doing your part to just make things a little better. And I'm glad that you had opportunities to kind of change your, change your story. You know, your story wasn't exactly the way you planned it out, but you know, you were able to recreate your story and, and take your story and impact others because it's everything that you went through that kind of helps you and puts you in a position to help others who may be going through or didn't know the things that people have been going through, you know? Right. Yeah. Adapt, overcome, and then teach. <laughs> there you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. I like that. That should be, that should be <laughs> <on> a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's what being a leader is. And that's what I wanted to do. I want, you know, I wanted to serve. I had a calling to serve and it's something that I've always enjoyed doing. And I've always wanted to, you know, I want, I wanted as a kid to be a leader when I grew up and it's like, well, I'm, it's, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I don't have to be wearing yeah. a uniform to do that. So well, I am you still, are still doing, doing a service. Yeah, I am. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
You mentioned, uh, I think at one point we talked about some upcoming dates. What were some of uh, 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 something yes. was going to be premiering? So when is that? So on August 30th, Abandoned will be, uh, our, our trailer premiere will be released. So it's the two minute trailer. It's, it's, it's really good. I'm just, I'm excited about it because so many veterans, when they see our, you know, the 30th little teaser trailer, the 32nd one, they're just like, Oh my God, like it's, it's instantly relatable. So the mm-hmm. two minute trailer, which is, you know, the, the big one, that one is going to put a lot of light on the project. It's definitely a labor of love. I can tell you that much. I mean, there's a lot going into this, but now seeing it all come alive and just watching the fruits of our labor, it's just like, wow, this is amazing stuff. So yes, August 30th. And um, uh, you can look at usjag.org slash film. Okay. Usjag.org. Put that in the description. Yes. Okay. um, That'd be exciting. And we are crowdfunding. So we do need support from, you know, whoever wants to, Donate five bucks or five million dollars. We'll take it. <laughs> there you go, J Lo. So, stop being cheap. <laughs> I know, J Lo. You got some money, girl. Hook us up with the donation. You know you want. You want. You know you let me, want. Let to. me hook you up with that tax deduction, sister. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but, but you're. We're, just... we're, we're. I mean, we're looking for supporters. It's. It's a. It's an important project because, like I said, it brings a lot of. It sheds a lot of light on the injustice that veterans face when when they're medically discharged, and mm-hmm. um, it's like I said, it's very relatable, and it gives the general public also a better idea of what veterans face, you know, and why we're yeah. having the problems that we have. So mm-hmm. we do need the support. So we'll take whatever we can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and I, I think there's always that there's a, you know a misconception that just be you know you when you retire from the military you're good you put in your years you get your pension you get your you know go and go buy a house you can go back to school and everything is all wrapped up in a nice bow and handed to you but the reality yeah. is it's not it's not it's like not. that at all no you know so but and life will tear uh, you down mm-hmm. so if you're not prepared mm-hmm. like if you leave the service and you have not tended to your mental health, it's like you're going to be compartmentalizing a lot of anger and frustration and stuff. And that just leads to, you know, just corrosion of your brain. And you're just feeding the demon inside you that's like trying to take you out. And we've lost so many veterans to suicide because the demon wins. It's like you have to learn how to tame, you know, tame your beasts. It's an, it's an important skill that it, that's, yeah. everyone should learn how to do that because grief can look different on anybody mm-hmm. and, grief and it can last forever, but also, you know, doing the work within as well, or even knowing how to do the work and you can't just come out knowing how to do that. So it's always getting the help that you can is so important to getting that help and that getting that, um, getting those services so all right so we've had some heavy some heavy stuff that we went through (laughs) but it was necessary and I am so excited that you were able to come and and uh, join us today and and um, me and the audience and just give us some 
some some little bit about you and to tell us about the really awesome things that you're doing. So um, before people go, I do like to do like a little lightning round where I just ask a couple of questions okay. that are um, fun questions that shouldn't um, be too uh, too heavy, but just some questions so to, um, the, um, the audience can get to know you a little better. All okay. right, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, cool. Let me see. What am I going to ask you? Okay. What is something that makes you smile? Oh, my gosh. My kids. My kids. Even just the thought of my kids. I've got three beautiful daughters. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That would be my default answer. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Everybody loves the kids, especially if they're your own. You really love them. Yeah. And, uh, they... <laughs> um, if you could live in a book, a TV show, or movie, which one would it be? Oh, okay. I would totally want to live in the in the TV show Suits and play Megan. She's got. I love her Megan style. Michael. <laughs> yes, yes. That's yes. my girl. Yes, that one. Yep. Yes, she's such an amazing person. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. I like that. So tenacious. I, like that. That I love it. Hmm. All right. Um. What do you do to stay motivated? What do I do to stay motivated? I am constantly setting goals a little higher than normal. You know constantly getting outside my comfort zone because it it gives me something to work toward and Mm -hmm. if I'm always working towards something I I'm not getting stagnant I like that that's a good answer good answer always work towards have goals people that's important (laughs) instead of mine yeah. And, and goals that you can stick to. Don't just mm-hmm. <laughs> make unrealistic goals and make goals that right. you, can, you can really, really stick to and get done. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I just want to thank you again for coming and if uh, for coming and joining us today. And if listeners want to get more information about you, where can they go? Uh, they can Google me, uh, Crystal C. Romero, or um, my brand is Travels for Chocolate. Okay. Travels for Chocolate. There you have it. Um, <laughs> and I'll make sure I put, I put that in the um, in the description as well. All right. I just want to thank you again. Thanks, everyone, from everyone from joining all over the world. Tune in every Friday at noon. 12 p.m. Eastern for a new episode and remember to hit the follow button so that you won't miss any episodes and until we meet again I'm your host Nikki C and remember it's time to get back to dreaming again. Not now, but when. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bye bye.